Turn your Bibles tonight to Psalms 8. Psalms 8. And I want to talk to you. I was talking to a man this week. I spent some quite a bit of time just talking to him about being saved. And I asked him if he was to go to heaven, why should God let him into his heaven? And his answer was, well, I've been pretty good. I, I'm not that good all the time. But he said, I'm not a bad person. And he went on talking to me about things. And, and he said, can I ask you a question? And I said, sure. He said, if Jesus came in this world to die for the whole world, uh, what about those that uh, don't know God? I said, there is no such animal. He said, yeah, there's a lot of atheists in the world. I said, no, they're not. And uh, he laughed because he knew what I was talking about. Because I said, you let anybody come down to dine, and everyone I've ever been with yet that said they're atheists call on God or wanted to know God as they died. And he said, you're right. And uh, so I, uh, what I was trying to show him it, uh, everybody has a chance to know God if they want to know God. And uh, the why, way the Bible tells us that is consider some things. Now, were you saved or unsaved? The Bible talks about considering things. And so Psalms 8, and I'd like for you to listen to the word very carefully, and I'll give you some other verses in a minute. Uh, Psalms 8, verse 1, O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth, who has set the, thy glory above the heavens, out of the mouth of babies and sucklings, as thou ordained strength because of thine enemies, that thou mightest still the enemy and the avenger. When I consider thy heavens, the work of thy fingers, the moon and the stars which thou hast ordained, what is man that thou art mindful of him? and the Son of Man that thou visited him. For thou hast made him a little lower than angels, and hast crowned him with glory and honor. Thou madest him to have dominion over the works of thy hands. Thou hast put all things under his feet, all sheep and oxen, yea, and the beasts of the field, the fowls of the air, the fish of the sea, and whatsoever passes through the paths of the seas. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. Father, I pray now for the wisdom of the Holy Spirit to be given to us that we could be able to answer people's questions when it comes to this matter of knowing God. Father, we thank you for being our Heavenly Father tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you'll notice what in the world is wrong with people today, they they don't even think or they don't consider God in His holiness. Now, there's some things we need to stop and consider when we talk about the Bible. Uh, have you ever been walking along and you saw something, it caught your eye, and it was different than anything else around you, and you stopped a few minutes and you sort of examined it? You just, in other words, you're. Your whole thoughts was on that at that time. <clears throat> me and my friend that fishes with me, we was down at Kissimmee fishing one day, and I heard a noise. I knew what it was. 
It was, and I said, let's hurry and get down. I want to see this. And we rushed down the lake, and it was two of the biggest alligators I have ever seen in my life. They must have been 12 foot long, and they had come up out of the water fighting one another. I mean, just one of them finally killed the other one, and we was no further from here I am, I am to you, to them. And I forgot I had a phone with a camera on it. I'd give anything in the world if I'd have took a picture of it. But what, I, what I'm saying, the only reason I told you that story, I stopped and considered that. Everything that was going on around it. The birds and the bees. I mean, and, and they, here's these two monster uh, alligators fighting one another to the death. And it caught my attention enough that I wanted to see that and I wanted to uh, just keep my mind on it a few minutes. Now, the Bible says that we are to consider some things when it comes to God. And uh, Psalms 8, verse 3, David said, Consider the heavens. Now, Psalms 19, verse 1 says, The heavens declare the glory of God. When we stop and go outside at night and look up to heaven, you think about this, the stars, the planets, the moons, we know there is a God then, a live God. We realize how small man really is, but the Bible plainly tells us here, what is man that thou art mindful of him? When all of this giantness around us, God has made, and we are to stop and consider. Now anybody, and it's what this is teaching, that anybody that will stop and consider the handiwork of God, they have to know that there is God. They have to know that there is something, like I told this man, you you look at that pine tree, you look at anything around you that's growing, something about somebody greater than we are made these things. Amen? And when you stop and consider that, you realize something. God never said he loved the stars. He never said he loved the moon and the planets, but he did say he loved man. Mankind is more valuable then than the stars and the moon and the sun. And so when you stop and consider all this that Psalms 8 is talking about, he brings you down to this, that God made all this greatness, and yet God loves you. Amen? And what a God we got. Now I want to show you something else. Each one of these things that God says for us to consider has a meaning to it. So turn over to uh, Matthew chapter 6 a minute and verse 28 and verse 29. <clears throat> now why take ye thought for the rain? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Now when you consider the lilies, uh, when I stop and consider these, I see purity. I see beauty. I see perfectness. Then I consider myself. And I see sin. I see impurity. I see ugliness with so many flaws. I, I, love, I love roses. I tell this story all the time, and I, I really do. I look at a rose, and, and one of the most magnificent creations to me is a rose. Have you ever stopped and just look at a rose, how beautiful it's made, and all the way it's just folded together, just perfect. 
and how it's made? And how can a person look at that and not understand the beauty of it? And you know what that does to me? That makes me reflect back. And the Bible says, and I'm a a sinner. I have flaws in me. And what God is saying here, consider my beauty that I've made and look at you. Look at you inward that you're a sinner. You have flaws. Luke chapter 12. Just go a little bit further now. I want to show you some truths that's taught out of this. In Luke chapter 12 and verse 24. Consider the ravens. For they neither sow nor reap, which neither have storehouse nor barn, and God feedeth them. How much more are you better than the fowls? Now, when I consider a raven, I see an ugly blackbird, a scavenger, a robber, a thief. I saw one one day take a, a bird's nest and steal the little eggs out of the, a bird's nest and kill the little birds. They rob birds' nests. Then I think, yet God provided a place in the ark for them. Think about that. These scavengers, these robbers of little birds, these killers of little innocent birds and things, and yet God made a place in the ark for them. Then He does me too. God loves me. God made a place for me. Hebrews chapter 12. Just turn on over for just a minute. Hebrews chapter 12. And look with me, please, in verse one, uh, verse two, and verse three. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest he be wearied and faint in your minds. Now. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 and 2. When you consider the birth of Jesus, He was born of a virgin. No sin. When you consider His life, 33 years He lived on in a human body, God in flesh, tempted by the devil, but sin not. A perfect life He lived. Now, when you think about man, though, is no good. Jesus is sinless perfect. Consider his death, the death of the cross. Isaiah 53, No man consider the death of the Lord Jesus Christ and not understand God loves sinners. He was made sin for us, the Bible says. He was marred with the marks of sin in his body. He was spat upon. He was beaten with the cat of nine tails. His flesh was torn off of him. He was slapped by a legion of Roman soldiers. He was laughed at by mankind. He heard uh, his beard was plucked out by the roots. He was nailed on a rugged cross, his hands and his feet. His side was pierced by a spear. He had a crown of thorns pushed down into his uh, his scalp. He was given vinegar to drink with gall. He gave up his life. Man did not take it from him. God sacrificed his only begotten Son on the cross for mankind. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2 and 3. Now, when you consider all these things, and then you come to Hebrews chapter 10, verse 24, let us consider one another. Now, we are to consider one another as children of God. 
We're to encourage one another in the house of the Lord. Look after one another. Pray for one another. Now, I said all these things, and when it comes to considering, that God uses the word consider, how can anybody? Is, is, he, he asked me this simple question. Why are you so interested in me? Why are you interested in... I said, I want you to go to heaven with me. I don't want nobody to go to hell. And he acted like uh, he didn't show there was a hell. And I said, yeah, but they are one where you want to believe it or not, and there's people that go there. But I don't want anybody to go there. And I, I want you to know the way. You can never say again after the day that you don't know the way to go to heaven because I'm going to tell you the way. And he said, I wish you would. And he sat there and he listened to everything that I had to say. And he said, just as plain, he said, but I'm not that bad. You know, he's all right. Uh, he said, I'm out by myself a lot and I talk to God and I can, I, 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 I see him in everything around. I said, sir, but the problem is that the Bible gives us this thing of considering about God and His creation and everything that we would not only know who He is, but we would receive Him. I said, here's the way it works. When when I come to the place, that, it's, it's like a missionary said to me one time. He, he said, I went over to the back of side of Africa and I came to this pygmy tribe and the chief of the tribe was clapping his hands to see me and he said, God sent you, God sent you. And he said, I don't know what you're talking about. And he said, well, the, the chief climbed up in a tree one day and he looked out at everything around him and he said, I know there's a God. Would you send me somebody to tell me about you? And here you come as a missionary and tell me. And he said, most of that tribe got saved because he came because that man got in that tree and wanted to know God. And I said to him, any person, and this is what the Bible teaches in Romans chapter 1 and verse and chapter 2, if you want to know God, God will send you somebody with the Word of God to let you know about Him. But in the meantime, that, in, that person, that's, let's say he's in the, in the jungle, and he don't have nobody, he don't have any way of knowing, he still has the creation of God to know there is a God. And God said, if you want to know me, I'll reveal myself to you. So nobody's without, a, uh, without excuse when it comes to hell. Nobody will go to hell and say, I didn't have a chance. Yes, you did. And nobody will go to heaven unless they consider who made all this stuff and who is the ruler of everything. It's God. And He loves you so much. And when I consider the raven, especially, at care and eater, that old ugly black bird has got a big old bill and, and just wants to tear up everything and carry on all the time. And yet I understand that God made a place in the ark for him. Then he made a place for me. And he made a way of escape for me. And when I consider these things, like stopping those big old alligators fighting, and it got my attention. I, st I watched them there as they carried on, and I said to myself, that's exactly what God wants us to do. Stop. Consider Him. See what He is. And when you do, He will reveal Himself to you, and you can be saved too. 
But if you don't want him and think you're all right, then you have to pay the piper. Amen? And so I ask you, when you're reading the Bible, stop every once in a while. Just consider God. Amen? I love the Psalms. Stand with me, please. Heavenly Father, I thank You for the writers You used to put down Your Word when they talk our language and we can understand the things about You. And You give us illustrations and examples of every spiritual truth that You want us to know. And I ask You, dear God, that when we're reading Your Word, that we'll stop every once in a while and just consider You. Bless us tonight. And bless everyone that's come. Bless those that's sick now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for being here tonight.